Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Oh, um, today's episode is inspired by this week's episode of the Delusional Loners Podcast. Um, I recommend you listen to the Delusional Loners Podcast at all times, but particularly this episode. Um, it's really great. Uh, I'm going to... There was a, a heated debate during the episode, and I'm going to try and explain it a little, just enough for you to understand where I'm, like, where I'm going to take it off to, but, uh, listen to the entire episode of the Delusional Owners podcast, uh, for, to better represent the, the parties involved and their opinions and whatnot. But it came... Uh, the, t- the topic came up of a, a screenshot of someone's Tinder account, and it was a man um, with a cowboy hat uh, hugging a woman with a cowboy hat, and the uh, description or whatever it is, I'm not too terribly uh, familiar with Tinder, was looking for a sissy boy to... Uh, these, do not quote me on this. This is a vague approximation of what I remember it being. Looking for a sissy boy to suck my cock totally straight. And from this, which was just anecdotal, just a, wow, that's really odd that he would... He's, he's looking for a, a man to suck... To air quotes, suck his cock... Um, but then feels the need to clarify that he is straight. And it, it divided the room. Um, Bill and Mike Carpenter, who was one of the guests, uh, took the side of that if this man had said that to them, they would take it upon themselves or at least Carpenter there was a lot of varying opinions, Uh, just listen to the episode, it eventually boiled down to Mike Carpenter versus Andrew Smith, and Mike Carpenter was of the mind that he would attempt to correct this man's use of language that if he is looking for a man to perform a sexual act with him. He is not straight. He would be considered like bisexual or heteroflexible or all kind like many many terms. Which, and it it came from a a place of with this man referring to himself as straight but still looking for a sexual act performed by a man, there would be some prejudice towards the phrase or concept of homosexuality. That is where Mike Carpenter was coming from, ish. Uh, Like I said, listen to the episode. I'm just telling you this so I can spin off on my own uh, about this. But uh, Andrew Smith, in... uh, Not that I didn't expect this of him, but I've just never heard this opinion articulated, but he and Chris Rao shared very similar opinions of it doesn't matter how that man identifies. That is 
his own business. If he feels as though he is a straight man that wants that wants a sissy boy to suck his cock, that is totally him, and he is allowed to think that. And whether or not you personally personally think that that is semantically or semantically or morally or wrong in any way it is not your choice or place to tell someone what their sexual orientation is and that was and it just it it spins off and it, it gets convoluted and they clarify and they use other other analogies and it's it's a really really interesting listen um I absolutely go listen to that episode, but I, I want to talk about the the greater point that Andrew at least started with. I don't know if that's what with what he quite ended with, but that is really beautiful, like and really true. Even if you see someone who is like who is self closeted, they're identifying straight. But like they're seeking homosexual acts on the side, you telling them that they're gay is just as wrong as someone telling a gay person they're straight. And while you might have good intentions, so do many of the people telling gay people that they're straight. It is entirely up to the individual as to what their sexual orientation is, how they identify. And I've heard this said so many times pro, pro-homosexuality, pro, uh, pro-homosexuality, pro-bisexuality, but I had never even conceived of it the other way around, of people telling someone that they're gay in an attempt to help them in attempt to not like because I mean every high schooler has been called gay or a faggot or whatever I'm not talking about that that's that's awful for really obvious reasons but and it was something like and it was almost listening to the argument it was almost a, a generation gap Bill and Carpenter wanted to correct this man because they felt that due to some of his prejudices he was incorrect and they wanted to enlighten him and they like it was coming from a good place it wasn't like no that guy's totally queer he should call himself queer it, it was coming from a place of wanting to correct a a a a thought process that they perceived as incorrect Whereas Chris and Andrew, who are younger gentlemen, um, Aaron Dews was also there, um, who just periodically added to. I don't think he took a hard stance either way. Um, but Chris and Andrew, being younger, were just like, it's no one's fucking business or job to tell this man, even though he looked like none of them were really defending the, him. He kind of seemed like a douchebag just (laughs) by the picture and the language and whatnot. But it was the concept of telling someone that they are wrong 
with how they sexually identify, both Chris and Andrew vehemently disagreed with that, and I have I have to side with them there. That even if I personally do not agree that if I am a man seeking a sissy boy to suck my cock, maybe that should be the title of the episode. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, I would not consider myself straight. But maybe this person does, and it is no one's business to tell them otherwise. And there were great points about how, like, if someone is identifying as straight uh, because they are, are afraid to identify as gay, that is still, even, it's still not your place at all to tell them what they are, um, even if in their heart of hearts, they don't believe that they're straight. But if they're telling people that, if that is how they are presenting themselves to the world, it doesn't fucking matter. And that was just so... I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard this articulated quite this way before. And, um... It was great. <laughs> like, it, it was really, really fucking great. Just let people identify the way they fucking want to, whether if you were them, you would call yourself that or not. It's it's a great episode. It, it gets it gets tough to listen to at times because it, it the argument gets legitimately heated, um, and it, it never gets ugly. But the, the, the debate gets genuinely heated at times. And uh, I believe the title of the episode is Ellipsis, I'm Not Gay. Or But I'm Not Gay. Something. Uh, but it is this week's, the week of June 20th, uh, episode of the Delusional, Delusional Loners podcast. I highly recommend listening to it. Um... I don't think anything was solved. I don't think any great uh, injustice was relieved in this episode, but it really bring, brings up some great topics, and it represents two totally different schools of thought, both of which I think are coming from a great place, um, but only one of which I can say I come from. And uh, I had talked, and I was talking in a group chat on Facebook. I was talking with uh, a bunch of the people in the network and some uh, just additional friends, and I was saying that if if someone were to come up to me in a bar and say, "I'm just looking for somebody to suck my uh, sissy boy to suck my dick," I'm straight. My question to my my opening would not be no you are not straight I think you are this my opening qu- state question would be why did you feel the need to clarify your sexual orientation I'm curious and then have a discussion with the person there not not immediately be like, you are wrong for this. 
you know, I statements. I am curious. Um, although I said that and then I corrected myself in like, if a man walked up to me and said, I'm just looking for someone to suck my, for a sissy boy to suck my cock, I'm totally straight though, I would not speak to them and I would walk away as fast as I could because they seem awful and I don't really want that to be an opening statement between me and another human being that I am going to then continue to interact with it. So, um, it, it was a flawed premise, so to speak. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, it's, it's really great. I highly recommend it. Um, that you can find it at delusionaloners.com or uh, search Delusional Owners on iTunes or go to popularoutcasts.com and click on the Delusional Owners logo. Um, it's a great show in general. Uh, t- this week's episode was a very good example of how that podcast can can hit some really serious topics while still remaining uh, fairly light. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I did a lot of talking today at work, and my throat is kind of blown out on me. So I am gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to leave you at that. Uh, have a good weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Uh, listen to the Delusional Owners podcast, please. It's great. Yeah.